Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. Yeah, is this chill? This is the vibe. Okay, good. I'm honestly okay with it. Okay. I just sit like this anyways. Yeah, you just vibe. <laughs> I'm like... Oh my gosh. Okay, so today's episode, I, do, I hope you guys are ready to laugh because I have one of my funniest, <laughs> best, good, incredible, motivational, inspiring friends on the podcast today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hope I live up to all of that. We have my good friend, Dearest Dom, here today. Dom Dearest. Dom Dearest. And we are so excited because we just had a little lunch kiki in LA. We're getting everything in the zone. We have a lot to talk about today. And I'm excited. What we're going to be able to discuss is basically how we get ourselves into our own little holes of people pleasing. We're both guilty of that, and I guarantee you some people listening are also guilty of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we just want to be able to discuss through that how people-pleasing kind of gets us into our own trouble and really how we can give grace to ourselves better and how we can give grace to others and relinquish expectations of others as well, too. So good. So that's where we're at. That's, this is where we're at right now. I like, I was like telling Becca how people trauma dump on me a lot. And then I went and trauma dumped on her for like an hour before this recording. So we are that comfort space for yeah, one another. I'm like the hypocrisy of it all. But Dom and I met through my other friend, Sam, who we had on the podcast yes. as well. And Dom is such a loving person. You can probably just hear in her voice already. Oh but she is an incredible human, has so many funny life stories. Every time I'm with you, I feel like... You just always have the craziest things that happen to you. And I want you to trauma dump on me. So. No, I like you would think that my life, it's like a mix of like Bravo TV and Lifetime. Yes, exactly. Like it just all seems fake. And Dom also has the best lingo of anyone I oh freaking know. So if you pick up any new little lingo linguistics, give I'll all credit where credit's due yeah. to Miss Dom. I'll try to keep it very universal. Oh my God. I love a little Kiki yeah, combo. A little Kiki sleigh. <laughs> all right. So I feel as though all of us are guilty. We're all guilty as charged when it comes to, <laughs> I am definitely someone who has learned through the life path that I've experienced of being a people pleaser, wanting to be well-liked. That's something that I think is innately human um, it doesn't really go natural to people to want to be unliked. I think likability is something that a lot of us internalize and would be lying if we weren't aware and humble of that kind of being our trajectory and motive a lot of the time. But there's where there's risk, there's not always reward, right? Yes. So with being a people pleaser and with always kind of operating from that place internally, it 
truly puts you on the back burner, which is so ironic that we're living our own lives with our best interests on the back burner and our society kind of labels someone who takes charge or does things that are comfortable, appropriate on their time, literally just living their life for them and their best interest as selfish. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting that it is so normalized for all of us to be so much more concerned about everyone else's expectations, feelings, emotions, reactions to things rather than our own. And how much trouble that can get us into. No, I think the number one thing about people pleasing is, yeah, like it really just goes back to that innate human condition that we all have, which is to be liked and loved by everyone. And also just for me personally, I realized that a lot of my people pleasing is rooted in like fear of response. Yes. Fear of like negative response. Mm -hmm. And I'm always scared. I think it also is connected to like a scarcity mindset in the sense that like if you say no, there's it's never going to happen again. Yeah. Like that's like one of the things that flows through my mind is like cutting out all chance. Of yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, if I say no to this opportunity, then like what's going to happen? Right. And I feel like even early on in my career, since so many things were like presented to me mm-hmm. very quickly, I was just saying yes, 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 yes. For like, two years straight just like literally yes and amen to everything (laughs) like you know and there's just been so many times where it's like bit me in the ass and if anything has like held me back from like the opportunities that I've wanted because of like a yes Mm -hmm. that I the fear of the no yeah that I committed to like even just like relating it to business I got an offer for a brand deal this is like when i first started Mm -hmm. working in like social media and this is like i was like making zero doll hairs but i was (laughs) like i have a dream baby and i'm gonna live it and i'm gonna see it through yes and um i said yes to the shoe company that i was not super stoked on like Mm -hmm. i didn't really wear their i didn't own a single pair of their shoes but like the dollar sign was looking they were talking and i was like oh my god wow and like also like yes i haven't said no to a single brand deal like why start now right especially when the money's so good and then a week later my dream shoe company a week later literally a week later like my dream shoe company hit me up and i was like well conflict of interest yeah (laughs) and i was just like well could i do both and they were like no (laughs) so (laughs) then i had to like luckily i was able to like back out of yeah the first contract thank god and like and they offered me double what the og shoe company offered me they offered me double their contract yeah and so i just think it like goes back to when you like honor what you want and like honoring your thoughts and your likes and your interests like i feel like the universe has a way of like rewarding it out yeah so a little tangent a little (laughs) tangent honestly but that is a perfect real life applicable example but i feel like the way our brains work is any prior life experience we've ever had our brains just do any and everything to manipulate our own brain (laughs) our brain works against itself to be able to protect us from any hurt or harm yeah I've learned that. And that's something my life coach taught me too is 
anytime you make up a story in your head or anytime you're thinking, oh, this is what's inevitably going to happen and projecting into the future, it's only because you're living in your past at the same time. You're thinking, oh, well, this happened last time this happened. So that's probably what's going to happen again. You know, we only live, live off of patterns in our life which is fair. I mean, we're only animals at the end of the day. Animals learn the same way of like, oh, that hurt. I'm not going to do that again. Our brains are very simplistic and one tracked, but we have to be smarter than our own brains and our own brains that we come together with these stories that are not always necessarily true. Because when we want to people please, it's because we're thinking, oh, well, last time I did said no to someone, it didn't go well. So saying yes always feels good. And then I give people what they want. And then that makes them like me. And that makes me feel good. That's a story we know and keep telling ourselves to people pleasing. And that's why it's such a dangerous slippery slope because we get that positive reinforcement. But what the ultimate cost is, is long-term. If you're living your life just to simply please others, your tank's going to run out real fast. And then how are you ever operating authentically? Because you're solely only aware of how to please others. You solely have never lived enough life experiences to know what you want and what your desires are. And I feel like so many people live in a rat race in their own head of not even living for themselves. They genuinely have never lived, stepped foot out their door to live a day for themselves. And that's a scary, extreme example. But at the same time, just because that's an extreme and maybe you don't relate to that, we all do it in a certain percentage of our life where we are living for others because we're afraid of what they'll say. We're afraid of them not liking us. We're afraid that they'll disown us if we do something for ourselves when, okay, but if you're living to people, please, you're just living for them. You're not living for yourself. If you're living to people, please, you are genuinely just making others happy. And where does your happiness then reside from? Yeah, and there's definitely also been moments in my life where... I have completely like changed my interests, changed my just everything because of like the people I was around. And I was like, oh, well, they like and it it, like this sounds like really sad and actually is pretty sad. But like (laughs) it's just it is what it is. But like I just completely like watered myself down into this version that was like very palatable for people. Yeah. I mean, that's also palatable. So let's just pause on that word. Being palatable for friendships let alone I think we've all been guilty on at least a date if not an entire freaking relationship of trying to be palatable for someone else yeah and I feel like that even like goes back to like me growing up in like an area and like a state where like a lot of people like don't look like me yes and just so many different adversities that I think like created that deeply created and rooted that mindset of like people pleasing into me a hundred percent because I'm just like okay well at least if I like what they like and like talk how they talk and Mm -hmm. do what they do then like I'll be left alone or like I'll be able to fit in less frictional yes (laughs) exactly just existing and like the fact that you existing is frictional to anyone but the fact that you felt like you had to lower or palette palatize (laughs) yourself just to just stay through and exist to not be to to just have less conflict yeah and not be living for you living for others exactly but now it's like okay bitch you're 24 like we're in adulthood now yeah and I'm seeing the ways that it has just (laughs) wildly just uh, the wildest situations like even today that I've just gotten myself into because of people pleasing and it's just, it's literally like 
head on facing you you're yeah. like this is you're the cause of your own yeah trauma. like i'm looking i'm not even like yelling at anyone else like i'm looking myself in the mirror and like it's that euphoria meme where where maddie's like you dumb bitch i'm a fuck you like it's literally that energy towards myself like yeah i'm just like once again you bitch you you really showed me yeah you showed me that yep you can do it again yes. like, here we are again constantly raising the bar <laughs> but i feel like that's something that we all have to come to terms with is not dismissing our the here we are the problems of your the cause of your own actions yeah. yet again resurfacing and that is a transition that everybody faces at a different point in their life maybe it's at 20 maybe it's at 24 maybe it's at 74 and they never freaking get it but you taking ownership in acknowledgement of well i really did this to myself didn't i this is not anyone taking advantage of me it's me allowing them to take advantage of me and me giving them the freaking green flag to keep on doing it exactly through proof in the patterns so i think acknowledging the power that you have in how you're living for others and being able to say i need to put myself first even if that's going to upset some people at first because it is very vulnerable to automatically have that realization and slowly digest into a new version of you let alone yeah. a new version of how everyone else perceives you because you finally start standing up for yourself and living in your own authentic truth <laughs> and your truth being wow doing things that make sense for you and don't put you in anxious situations and don't make you inconvenienced yeah and you know it just seems so normalized that you would think oh I'm a little human floating along on this earth I'm going to do things that make sense for me. But we get ourselves into these holes that it starts slowly. Oh, I'll just, it's fine that they canceled. No big deal. Oh, it's fine that they pushed back my appointment. It's fine. When in reality, your choices are impacting their reaction yeah. and taking ownership of that. Yes. It takes a lot of pride, swallowing your pride and also acknowledging like, I literally did this to myself by opening the floodgates for them to do what they did you know you, ha you have to realize your power in the situation of I am allowing them to respond in the way that they are because I didn't set a boundary or I didn't respond in a certain way exactly and I think that like the key I didn't like that's like I was explaining a situation to Becca with a friend and a friend is a strong word but <laughs> Um, with a person who I like have daily interaction with yeah and uh, I was explaining just pure chaos like pure I think you were just like jaw I, I genuinely my jaw was on the floor and I was like I'm really concerned about you yeah and yet the craziest the the craziest part of it all wasn't that like all of that was happening to me. The craziest part is that I haven't had one conversation about it yet. Yes. They've been avoiding, avoiding, avoiding. And all of us are guilty of that. There yeah. are plenty of conversations as humans. We will avoid till the end of time, baby. Yes. Like we'd rather die. than have I will literally be like, wow, today is a good day to mow every single <laughs> lawn in Los Angeles <laughs> before I have the conversation that I'm supposed yeah, to have. Like let's do everything physically a possible before confronting someone and having a five minute conversation let's ruminate over about it for five months instead of just conf like, like confronting it head on for five minutes yeah more sounds more fun yeah i'm sounds like, like a good use of my time yeah i'm like i'll just like make my life miserable 
it's fun just so i don't have to deal with one confrontation one confrontation because you'd rather people please and not have that friction than just confronting things and owning like if if I don't do anything, it's going to continue to be the way it is. If I keep people pleasing and just don't want to be a confrontation in anyone's life, how can I expect anything to change? Because they are existing only as an observer. Like, oh, they're clearly fine with my behavior. So yeah. they're going to keep existing exactly how they are. As humans, we need that interruption to be able to redirect. And yeah. to be fair, we can express our desires to people and have conflict, quote unquote, friction. Because friction is a where that can be on a spectrum. It might be something very just you taking ownership in what you would prefer. Might just be like, hey girl, where do you want to go to lunch? And someone being like, oh, wherever. When it's like the place that they pick is exactly what you didn't want. So that can be, friction can just be as small as that. Or it can be like, hey, you need to go. You know, like you need to get out of my life. Like it could be that drastic too. So to be fair, you can put in requests to people of the expectation of people pleasing to say, all right, I'm finally going to confront this conversation. I'm going to do what I want and express my needs. But you have to give grace to yourself for even having the, you know, courage to do that with it, maybe having the possibility of it being unlikable. But also people are going to exist how they choose regardless of your input. Maybe they'll take it to heart and be mortified by their behavior or mortified by something they did and they had no idea it affected you in that way and they'll fully backpedal and change their ways but you have to also know that the opportunity is also out there for them that even if you are frictional and have all this courage and have this conversation that maybe nothing will change yes and I think that's like the most important part is like letting go of the fear of reaction no matter what no matter what it is like because I will just toil the mountain of my mind of just being like Oh my gosh, but then what if they cut What if they do out? scenario A, what B, if C, they, or like, D? Literally pull out a knife. Like they would like never. But like my mind goes there. Like the we most all do the darkest. extreme. And that's just, you know, my anxiety disorder fucking like going crazy <laughs> in my mind. Like literally going having a field day. To the most extreme. You're yeah, like planning and, your funeral. You're yeah. like, okay, like if they do that, who yeah. will I call for the funeral arrangements? <laughs> oh, who has my will? I'm like, okay, it'll make sure to clean my room so that like when my parents have to like come and clean it out like i am fucking crazy and i know that and that's okay living out seven scenarios yes. to the fullest yes like best case to fully worse yeah to fully worse like where i'm on the street like yes. it's yes, yes so many different things and wh- why are we projecting all these possibilities when we'll never be able to control the outcome Ex- yeah like hey anxiety hey girl <laughs> you crazy girl you crazy but yeah i think like for me specifically that's like how i like manifest it is yeah. like it just the fear it's really that it really truly is what it is like your brain protecting itself. yeah the fear of outcome and like the fear of like people's response to things because yeah and it's just also like you have to deal with the disappointment of like someone disappointing you and or not seeing it the way you see it yes Um, or not value you it makes we make it mean like oh they didn't value me enough to change no they just we're doing what we're all trying to do is take more ownership of what they still want to do, even if that inconveniences someone else. Yes, exactly. And it's like, I'm equally allowed to take up space. Mm-hmm. Exist, like do are. what you want, yeah. get what you desire. Absolutely. And I think that's the part where we can ruminate in our heads all day over fear 
in what is going to be the outcome, or we can just take charge and also have no expectation. This is a lot of similarities to kind of what my coach and I worked and talked through in our episode, but essentially it's a lesson that is chronically going to exist in our lives. It is so much training in your brain to put yourself first. It is so much training in your brain to not worry about outcomes. That is so not ingrained in how we are raised and how we have developed as a society. So being able to flex that muscle and utilize that muscle in a whole different frame to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to tell people my needs. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do things even if it inconveniences people. But at the end of the day, whose life are we living but our own? Yeah. And that's, I don't know. I think just as I'm like, growing and living more life that's the thing that just keeps like coming back yeah the reflection keeps coming it's like a very congruent theme currently in your life right now so what are you seeing like what are the patterns that you're seeing that you want to make change in I think like the first step for me is just like really growing in conversation I think it's highly ironic because I was like leading so many conversations yeah Dom had a podcast as well I had a podcast called the uncomfortable podcast about having uncomfortable conversations and I think like it's so funny because I can't even like like, have the chillest most uncomfortable conversation I love that though and and honestly that's why we all need our own advice that's why we're having this conversation again because we all need to have it and I think like it, it just starts there with like having those conversations and I think the nice thing is like I'm the acknowledgments there oh, for me. hundred percent. Like I'm always full trying ownership. to like full, just acknowledge it. Like when it pops up, I'm like, oh, there see, that is again. See how you did that? The, the consequences of my own actions. Yes. There they are again, girl. Yes. And then uh, just really trying to like let go mm-hmm. in my mind. I think that's like really the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. The letting go part. Oh, it's so hard. The way I picture it is literally... Rock'em sock'em bop'ems, yes. <laughs> like the blue and the red yeah. little guy f- boxing in the ring. That's you against your own mind, and fear is one, and confronting fear is the other. I mean, genuinely, it's a constant turmoil battle of one wins sometimes and one wins the other. But we are always rooting for combating our fears, yes, and owning our acknowledgments. Yeah, that's that's a, like I said, we're having this conversation because it's a constant practice. Like even though this is a recurring theme in your life right now, this is something that everyone constantly needs to remember to flex that muscle in their brain is of doing things for themselves. Yeah, and I think that's like the number one thing that right now is just like at my focus, but also just like being kind to myself about it because as much as I just am like Maddie from Euphoria like, <laughs> dumb bitch, like, you like wanting to yell at your own self yeah, yeah and like I do sometimes but also just being like okay well that happened so how do we make it not happen again yeah reflecting yeah <laughs> reflection acknowledgement is step one reflection is step two change of action is step three exactly And I just want to become better at, I don't know, putting all three into practice at the same time. Easier said than done. Yeah. And I think right now when it comes to people pleasing, like directly correlating in my life, it's with like, 
I don't know what it is, but it's just like everyone closest to me right mm. now. And it's just, it feels like a lot. Yeah. You know, it's a very overwhelming situation. It's so, like a house of cards kind of all Yeah. Cause it's just like, oh, yeah. Especially when you kind of have like, a little homework on people mm-hmm. and their history of reaction. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Cause that's what's built up all your fear. Yeah. Confront them is the history of reaction. Yeah. So it's like, Oh my gosh, if I say this, I, like, I assume they're going to react this way yeah. because of the past. Yeah. Like shit is going to, that's what get, builds get it in pop it. in like a bad back. <laughs> like it's literally about to like go down in the DMS. Like <laughs> it reinforces that fear. Yes. It really makes it so strong. And that rock'em sock'em bobum is a strong yes. girl. Like it's tough sh- to go up against. Let me tell you. Yeah. She'll literally rock'em and sock'em. You know what I'm saying? So I know that that fear can be so strong in certain situations. And we all have people in our life that literally terrify the shit out of us that we would never want to confront a day in our life but you have to weigh out your options yeah am I gonna continue down that cyclical path of how I'm just gonna keep avoiding them the rest of my life or is it worth your time and investment of acknowledging that what's the worst that can happen I say what I actually want to live a life where I'm actually at peace and happy and at least put out the feeler of what my desires are whether they respond a certain way or not yeah, and also just like taking yourself out of the mental prison. You know, Thank like you. Only, the personal imprisonment. Yeah, the personal imprisonment. <laughs> That's that is a quote for quote. <laughs> what I said to Becca when I was explaining, I was like, I'm putting myself into a mental prison. But the mental imprisonment, like only you can free yourself from that. The irony of that prison is you have the keys, baby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they're like dangling in front of my face. At all times. <laughs> 24 7 jingle jangle <laughs> like jingle jangle like let a bitch go <laughs> so freeing yourself from your mental prison is something we all definitely battle with wrestle with are constantly at odds with of do i want to get what i want or do i want to just people please and that be a lot easier and the quick way out it's almost like the quick way versus it's like taking the little risky shortcut versus like the long normal way around you know and putting in that work and putting in that expansion and flexing those muscles that you haven't those muscles are only going to get stronger the more you do it so the more that you can recur your strength and have your witness of your own actions and acknowledgement of those actions and putting into a new practice of bravery all those things are going to be the only thing that set you onto a path of I am going to live for me regardless on if that inconveniences someone else. And that is something we all, no matter how confident we are, no matter the relationships in our life need to work on Yeah, is I'm either going to live for me because at the end of the day, what else is the point? Cause everyone else is all trying to do the same thing too. It's not a selfish tendency. It's literally something we all should be taught to do, but societally we are living elsewise. Because it's not being rude. It's not being selfish as far as we describe it as an adjective to someone. Like, oh, that person's selfish. Okay, that's not the goal. The goal is that person always says what they want. And they do it in a way that doesn't make me feel lessened. Yes. And, yeah. And I think, like, that's – it's a balance. You know, it's a balancing act. Um, It's – telling yourself like this is okay like you are allowed to do this for yourself like giving yourself permission to like actually just do basic necessity like your needs literally exists yeah just like Mm -hmm. put your needs first like it's so basic Mm -hmm. but it's also so contrary to our society to even think those things 
And I feel like I've reached the point, though. No, breaking like, point I've, has to happen. Especially after today. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, like, my whole life, yeah. you know. It's it's built and built and yeah, built. Yeah, like, your whole life, you you are born feeling as though, like, you are inconvenient. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, society literally tells you, yeah. like, you are inconvenient. Yeah. And, uh, like okay, well, if that's already the label that I have, then why am I so scared of like, getting it? Exactly. And why, what would motivate you to change, though, too? Because if it's already predestined and that's what your story yeah. you're telling yourself is, is that I'm inconvenient or society's telling you I'm just an inconvenience to everybody. Like, I just need to be small and I need to just live for everybody else because that's my purpose on this planet. It is not. Everyone has that entitleship of living the yeah. life that they desire and not being afraid of who they are. So, yes, it's a lot of internal work of... I need to take ownership, courage, pride, and prioritization of my desires and needs and not be shameful of that. But it's also society allowing people to exist as they are too, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, in a way, it's going against the grain in a lot of ways. But I mean, I I don't know. It's like the most beautiful thing. Like I have a friend who is just like, she could literally care less about what people think. Mm. Like literally could care. I got care. the full body chills because yeah, isn't like, that so inspiring when you see someone thing, that? Yeah, that? like the last thing they are is a people pleaser. Like even at times I'm like, oh my gosh, like wait. That's like. Yeah, like I was like, oh my gosh, wait. And then I'm like, like my initial thought would be like, oh my gosh, like that's so messed up. Like I can't believe they did that. And then I like think about it more and I'm like, that's not even freaking messed up. That's just like, you know, them, but we're they put themselves first. Yeah, Can you blame them? But we're so conditioned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, don't straight up be like a sh- narcissist monster who like literally is just bulldozing through life. Yes. That's, and like and I think bulldozing every- through people. And no, no, that's not. You can still put yourself first and be a kind person. Yes. That is something we need to definitely hit on is because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Something as simple as, back to the example I gave earlier, if someone's asking you where you want to go to dinner and you don't give a preference, but then they choose something that you didn't even want. Yes, that can bring up anxious feelings because you're afraid to state your opinion, but it's literally as simple as saying like, it's not like I want Chick-fil-A and that's it. And that being kind of abrupt, like, okay, but it also might've been nice to just give the person a straight shot. But it could also be like, oh, I've kind of been craving Chick-fil-A lately. Like, do you mind if we go there? Yeah. See how that's saying the exact same thing, but but it's how you phrase it. So you can always be a kind person and get your desires in life. You don't have to be cutthroat to be someone who lives for themselves. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Allow yourself to go for it. Like give yourself that permission. Yeah. Yeah, give yourself that permission and give your just allow yourself to just go for it. Like sometimes it's just like rip the band-aid off. Yeah. And it takes confidence to be able to choose things for yourself. So if people need to work through, wow, I have been living for everyone else, or even it, they might just be at that first step of acknowledgement. Maybe yeah. they haven't had a lot of recurring situations in their life come to their <laughs> forefront to be able to say, I have been people pleasing and not living for me lately, but maybe they need to be able to have that just reflection and then be able to digest it and then make those changes. Everyone can be on their own different path in the journey. But I think if you are not living for yourself, you could die tomorrow and then nobody wants regret. Nobody wants to be able to think, say, go back and say, Oh, that person, they were just very wishy washy and never stood up from themselves or never gave an opinion about anything. 
And if you are not cheerleading for yourself, no one is going to. And I think as you get to adulthood, that's something that we all transition to at different phases is, all right, no one's making my decisions for me anymore. I am. And people handle that in all different ways. Like they can either drop the ball and just live life as a full fluid backboneless blob and just live for everybody else. Or they can take that confidence, that ownership, that permission to say, you know what? I can get what I want and still have people like me. Like both can be done. Yes. So with that being said. (laughs) So good. So good. All of it. Just do what you want. Okay. Oh my God. I just hope this is empowerment to everybody to feel like a little less people pleasy today because that word gets a bad rap and people pleasing is just stemming from I you I want to be well liked yes. and I want people to know they can be well liked but also live a life for themselves yes and what they desire and what they want <laughs> my favorite per- one of my favorite people is the least like I'm not kidding like if she doesn't want to do it like she'll be like no yeah like I literally said the only thing you have to do is die and this person lives by that yeah that's literally the only thing that's predetermined for yeah. us so however else you want to live go for it yeah like go bananas All right, so I have two questions for you before we leave today. And Dom, what do you think of all the many that you have your superpower is? What is my superpower? I think my superpower is, I think, just the ability to just have conversation. Yeah. I really just think that is, that's my jam. Dom is someone I look forward to anytime I get a phone call with her anytime we send voice notes I'm like just tell me everything because it's anarchy (laughs) Dom's chaotic hilarious stories there is never a shortage of them but you are a conversator you love to interact with people you love to learn what makes people tick we have that in common all of it oh my gosh I love that superpower and here you are on a podcast literally doing that so thank you she can't shut up she can't stop talking (laughs) And then secondly, last but not least, what do you do to stay grounded? Um, Explore. I love just ex- I my favorite thing about living in L.A. is just exploring the city. Yeah. And I think like when I get trapped, like I feel like I'm like the city's tiny, like there's nothing for me. Like I start going like hashtag madness. I literally just need to go outside of where I live, like five miles outside of where I live. Get out I'm of like, that five mile radius. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's there's so much beauty. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, these just small old business and there's just people existing. <laughs> Look at that old couple. And like, <laughs> this city's going to break your heart. Yes. Like it's just, there's so oh my much. God, the empathy of just witnessing cute old people. Yeah. Like just oh like God. literally just like, removing yourself yeah, like, out like, of oh that little gosh. track like i just see the ocean once and i'm like we're tiny like we're, we're so small and insignificant yeah, like, we're just like molecules like i literally <laughs> like turn into that bitch i love that though yeah so it's just getting out of your own little bubble yeah your own little bubble your own little train tracks of life and exploring really yeah expands your world once again mm-hmm. oh i love that i'm just so grateful that you got to come on use your superpower talk away be on a podcast again no, thank wow you You're the honor is all mine <laughs> seriously and i hope you guys enjoyed dom like i said i warned you she's hilarious i hope you guys laughed a lot today and feel empowered to not live your life for people pleasing but live your life for you baby her 
and that's on that and that's literally on that you're grounded (laughs) thanks for listening to this episode of you're grounded make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from make sure you follow us on instagram youtube and tiktok all social platforms are titled your grounded pod until next time stay grounded